The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to the people in the synagogue at Nazareth, Amen, I say to you, no prophet is accepted in his own native place. Indeed, I tell you, there were many widows in Israel in the days of Elijah, when the sky was closed for three and a half years, and a severe famine spread over the entire land. It was to none of these that Elijah was sent, but only to a widow in Zarephath in the land of Sidon. Again, there were many lepers in Israel during the time of Elisha the prophet, yet not one of them was cleansed, but only Naaman the Syrian. When the people in the synagogue heard this, they were all filled with fury. They rose up, drove him out of town, and led him to, th to the brow of a hill on which their town had been built to hurl him down headlong. But he passed through the midst of them and went away. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, good morning. This uh, story of Naaman, uh, we've heard it many times, and uh, it's pretty easy to see the uh, pride and humility what's happening uh, in the story. Uh, but of course, uh, if we just focus on, okay, that's just about pride and humility, we miss the point, especially during Lent. Um, we really have to go back, and, and fortunately, many times in our gospel readings, uh, you know, there's a story mentioned of the Old Testament, and we don't, we don't hear a whole lot. But today, in Second Kings, we get a full uh, uh, reading of what happened with, with Naaman. Um, the missing pieces here again are really um, the arch enemy of Israel, um, the Syrians. They were a constant thorn in the side of Israel. And so the pride, you really can see this in the gospel reading, the pride of uh, the, the people from uh, Nazareth who really take offense at uh, God helping the enemy. It's really incredible. And we read that in this uh, Old Testament reading. It says, um, he was highly esteemed and respected by his master for through him the Lord, and it's a capital L. Uh, later in that reading, there's a little L, uh, his king, but it's the big L. The big L, Lord, helped Naaman. It just reminds us the links that God went through in pursuit of Israel, trying to do anything for them to recognize him. God wanted Israel to recognize him. That's really what we need to learn in our readings today recognizing the Lord. What's incredible is that the Nazareans are saying, well, I know who God is. They're happy with themselves. They're happy with where they are in their life. And there's Jesus standing right in front of them. They miss it. 
They miss exactly what they were looking for. There he was, Jesus, right in front of them. But they don't see it. That's what Lent is about. Lent is our pursuit of seeing something that we take for granted. God is pursuing us, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. All three are pursuing us, but yet we miss it. And Lent is our opportunity to see more clearly. Now, I really like in our responsorial psalm, uh, driving this idea of seeing. And it's the, uh, it's amazingly, in the responsorial psalm, it's a combination of both the 42nd and 43rd psalm. And they have a similar message, but in our reading it says, Send forth your light and your fidelity. They shall lead me on and bring me to your holy mountain, to your dwelling place. Well, if we open up our American Standard Bible at the very bottom, there's notes. And on this very line about send forth your light and fidelity, it says, your light and your fidelity, a pair of divine attributes personified as guides for the pilgrimage. The psalmist prays that these divine attributes lead him ultimately to God's presence. Now, going a little further with that line, um, we read it as send forth your light and fidelity. That's what the psalmist was saying. Please send us your light and your fidelity. Uh, a better translation, and you'll see this in some other Bibles, is reveal your light and your truth. Fidelity translates to truth in, a, in really a, a better description in our language. But reveal, well, that makes perfect sense. Look at the Nazareans that right there Jesus stands in front of them. He was sent forth. We're trying to see Jesus during Lent. We're asking during Lent, reveal Jesus in my life. That's what we're here for. That's what Lent is for. We're asking, pleading, reveal him. So if your Lent was really started off with, as we do, as Westerners, we, we want accomplishments. I wanted to lose 10 pounds, or I wanted to read two books, or I had all kinds of things, it's accomplishments. If that's my idea of what I want to accomplish during Lent, we're missing the point. And really, Naaman nails it. Realization. The revealing of Jesus during Lent, and then at the end of Lent, when we say we've had a good Lent, it's because we have a deeper relationship with Christ at the end. We know him better than we did at the beginning. That's a really good Lent. So I encourage you to keep up your Lenten journey and get closer to the one who is pursuing you in Jesus. Let's stand up and offer our